long night. I'm thinking to send a date. I just hope the bus don't break down again, Danny. Think we got her fixed this time, Heather. We're brothers of the road. We've lost all our control. And we won't hang it up for anyone. We'll keep right on going. The wind just won't stop blowing this old silver-sided bus on through the night. The Three Brothers are back. Come on, season two, dose, baby. We about to get nasty. Oh, it's getting swamp sweaty, dirty up in this place. Come on with it. We've been gone for a long time. Longer than expected. What have we been doing? Oh my gosh, we've been we've been playing country music. We've been totaling out vehicles. We've been flying to Utah. We've been going back and forth to Arkansas. We've lost family members. New family members have been born. I yeah, mean, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Things have changed. I bet y'all never thought that you would hear from us again while we fooled you. Yeah, we fooled you big time. Because people have been bringing it up. They've been saying, when are you going to do the next podcast episode? And I've been lying to them every time saying, oh, it's coming soon. But now, soon has came. Soon has came. There's a lot of stuff happening down here in the Reeves camp. Oh, gosh. We've been we've been snowed in for like a week uh, down here in Columbia, Tennessee. Like got down to zero degrees type of thing. Oh, negative. Froze pipes. Yeah, negative negative degrees uh it was gearing us up because we're getting ready to go to alaska yeah we are we're going to alaska with captain morgan yeah Craig he'll be morgan. a captain when we go he'll be a, he will An be official a captain. captain we're having a mrs penning ceremony we are uh because we're going to michigan yeah, uh, belleville. belleville michigan to the belleville bait shop john hill's gonna be happy he's gonna hear this episode because he's been right john has written me so many times and he said matt when are you guys gonna do another bros of the road he's been eager He's been eager. You know what? And I'm we, glad we're back. I'm glad we're back, I've been too. missing it. I've been missing it, too. I've been missing looking at that pretty face across this table from I you. know. I know. I shaved. We're in the Northwest Power Equipment, Berryville, Arkansas. No, it's a grasshopper. See in the middle? Grasshopper oh, yeah, hat. Now these whole grasshoppers, huh? I found yeah. that at the Echo in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Just mm-hmm. a friendly free plug. They yeah. don't support this show, but you know who does? Tough coat. You ever hear about the grasshopper? I'm still on grasshoppers. We ain't coming that far. You ever hear about the grasshopper that went into the bar one time? The bartender said, we got a drink named after you. Yeah, he looked at her and said, you got a drink named Irv? <laughs> All right. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. There ain't nothing finer if you're looking for the very best spray-in bed liner. We'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, None other than the best in the world, Tough Coat in Bentonville, Arkansas. With over 20 years of experience, they continue to keep a total commitment to customer satisfaction. Tough Coat is the only place, I repeat only, to go for your spray-in bed liner. Custom tumbler cuffs, they are literally, I mean, they are making them by the groves right now and getting tons of orders. So go down there and uh, you can call them on the phone at 479-715-6039. And schedule an appointment to go down and spray in your uh, bed liner. Or you can just call them and make an order on your cup. Or you can go find them at Tough Coat on Instagram. And uh, they're making some really cool cups right now, uh, like the Stanley Cups, the new Stanley Cups with with whatever design you want on them. So make sure to reach out to them because if it wasn't for them, this podcast would literally not be happening. And uh, they have supported us even through the last couple of months where, where we haven't done any episodes so we really want yep. to keep a special thanks out for them because uh oh yeah they're actual listeners of the podcast yeah and uh yeah you Je- you ordering from, you ordering from them is uh is actually you keeping us going so That's thank right. you so much 
Matt, if you could, do you remember that song we used to come on to when we would uh, do these podcasts earlier? Let me guess. You would love for me to cue the music. Run that, baby. You're listening to Brothers of the Road. Our whole life, people have felt like there was something intriguing about our normal. Well, we're here to tell you what our normal is. Life, love, country music, and two brothers traveling on the road together year-round while sharing an Airstream together just outside of Nashville. Sit back and enjoy the ride as we take you on a journey throughout the country with the stories from yours truly. The, the brothers, brothers of, of the road. road. Oh, y'all. Set the mood. Starts, I'm going to tell you when it starts. Set the mood. It starts in 2021 or two. <laughs> it started in 2022. 2022. And uh, our cousin slash manager, Scott Reeves, was visiting with Joey G, who was at the time co-managing us with, with Scott. He was doing that. Joey sent over a list of venues and said, hey, I think that these would be perfect venues to try to book the guys in. Uh, Lacey J. Dalton, who had the massive hit on a song called 16th Avenue, she had this this list, and uh, Joey's like, "Man, I think that yeah, the you list know, was her tour schedule. <laughs> it was her it was her tour schedule." And so, uh, anyways, he'd given Scott the list. One night, Scott is trying to sleep, and I'm going to tell you, he couldn't. <laughs> he was tossing, he was turning because he's like, "I've got to get a gig." But, Listen, I, I, Scott, he wears a lot more than one hat. He does. He he is our manager. That is his he official also title. Is our booking agent. But currently, he's our booking agent, our yeah. mechanic, our, our publicist, publicist, our landlord, our background singer, our background singer, our driver, yeah. uh, roadie, roadie, road merch manager, man. merchandise salesman, yeah, and photographer, photographer, yeah, and promoter, uh, uh, and cousin, and cousin. He's also actor, yeah, actor, songwriter, songwriter, uh, singer. Singer, uh, yeah, yeah. Scott does it all, and uh, he's a one-stop Scott. One-stop, one, a one-stop Scott shop. Uh, Scotty baby, oh, Scotty baby. Anyway, Scotty baby. He was laying in bed one night, and he was tossing and turning. I can't remember why. I felt, I feel like there was a reason he was up, and he was like, "I got my computer. I couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep." So he started going over the list. So and, uh, he he wrote all the places, and immediately. Like next morning. Next this was 2 a.m. It was 2 a.m. at like 7 a.m., which was like 5 a.m. Fallon, Nevada time. Terry calls yeah, and says, done deal. I want him on the show with Lazy J. Dalton. I will send the money, half of the money down today. Now. Right now. He so did. He does. He gets some money. Yeah. But that was that was only little did we know the just the beginning. This was what, like three or four months before the show actually happened. Oh yeah, it had to have been. And I, we were excited. Yeah, right. Oh I, man, it's great. Even Scott, Scott was like, "I mean, geez, we just we scored a quick booking, and we're gonna that's gonna get us out west. We'll make a run out of this." Yeah, and we're all excited. Yeah, uh, the Cowboy Expo. I want to make note. He was kind of selling this off to Scott as like going to be the. Like the Wild Bill's circus show that was going to be the best of the West. The, the best cowboy country music festival, the west side of the Mississippi. I mean, it, there was going to be none that topped it, and it was the first one. And he Very was coming in one. hot, Fallon, Nevada. And Debut. he told us all about this deal. Well, 
We had never even been to Fallon, Nevada. So we get booked. No, and people have this super weird assumption that if you live anywhere in Nevada, you've just been all over the state. And we grew up in Prompt, Nevada. Everybody's like, oh, you go over to Reno a lot? It's like, that's about eight or nine hours away from Prompt. <laughs> it ain't anywhere in a general direction no. of this. And, and Fallon is a ways from anywhere where we were at growing up. It's not nowhere near Las Vegas. No. and uh, Although I did work for a radio station that was based out of Fallon. And a lot of people in Fallon have been to Vegas. Yep. You know, believe that or not. Yep. Uh, I don't know what the attraction is there, what's bringing them there, but we never get brought their way. But anyway, right after we get this booking, we get this phone call in from Justin Moore's camp that for whatever reason, the opening act for Justin on this run of shows, we had already opened a a lot of shows for Justin, but this particular whoever it was couldn't. He had just been signed, and they it was like a conflict of interest for the record label. Was it? Him, something to do with that. He had just been signed to a to label, and there was some kind of conflict after the signing of him. Now we his, don't. I mean, with his label, I think <laughs> Matt. You know, I'm not going to say Matt would tell a lie, but he's a little reckless with the truth sometimes. So take that or leave it. I'm not for sure it was a record label conflict. I think it was. <laughs> I mean, that is something that could be very bent, folks. What we do know is he couldn't make the show. No. He couldn't make the show. Which the Reeves brothers, I don't know. We're like, we, you know, I just heard a thing. I'm going to get off track. I heard a thing with the Bellamy brothers, and they were like, no matter how big and successful we got, if the gig was along the way and we didn't have nothing else to do, we stopped and we played it. And we're kind of on that same trajectory. Yeah, there's no gig too far for us. We've gone to England. We've, we've gone to England to lose thousands. We've gone to England, lost thousands of dollars. Had before. a great time and lost money. Came home and rebuilt. Which, yeah, uh, yeah, that was a joke because it was like honestly, I don't know if we'll ever financially recover from this uh, because we got robbed in England, which has been an episode. It's been. A, uh, go back to the England episode. Uh, yeah, you'll hear all about them stealing literally everything we had. Uh, anyway. I'm over not liking England. I was going through a tough time. I mentioned in that podcast I'd just been dumped. And, uh, oh, and, yeah. And my, Cole and his girls. My positivity is back. Cole and his girls. Yeah. Right, Jeff Hope? Yeah. Uh, Jeff will side with me on this. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into that, but I do fall hard and I fall quick. Anyways, what happened there? I'm over it, and I love England. England was a beautiful place that I – my – mindset caused me to not like it anyway moving on we get the call we end up doing the justin moore uh we go a run through montana and it and it just coincided yeah super well, we well had with to spend this. A, we had to spend a week uh in 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 idaho scott randomly got us a gig from a from a lady i think that he knew is that what it was no no she just came to the show oh I don't even know how he got us the gig then in Idaho, but we played a steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, we did. What we, was that place called? I can't. It was I ain't good got a steak, clue. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, it was excellent steak. I remember us being so broke that I was like, I hope to God they're going to be paying for our our food. Oh, well, yeah, we didn't. We didn't have any. No, we, we were very we were very financially unstable. Yeah, uh, but they did pay for the food, if I remember right, or maybe somebody bought it us the food that was there maybe because we had a lot of family that we show. had our uncles and our grandparents brother, and brother nephew nephew uh, yeah. it was a whole shindig anyway we stopped and we stayed i'm 
we we did the Montana thing with Justin. Uh, but leading up to us doing this, do you remember those phone calls, Matt, that Scott kept getting? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, man, this really isn't Terry he just financial. he's like, man, you know, Terry is getting well, number one, Terry had somebody else that he's like, Oh, I'm, remember he started sicking somebody else his on sister. Him. No. Oh no, no his there sister was another was guy because he quit. That's right. I can't remember this guy's name, but he's like, I'm gonna have so and so send you your money. <laughs> and then eventually so and so dropped out of this thing. And so Scott was having to deal with Terry, and Terry was like, Hey man. Well, he's, Terry was starting to use him as like his an emotional crutch. Yeah, he was like, boy, yeah, I mean, just shit is going down <laughs> down here. <laughs> Scott's like, oh, like, what's this guy calling me about hear, this? like circus people in the background, and he's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah there just goes the Shetland ponies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't, don't, don't load those up. Sorry, Scott. Yeah, and he's telling us. And then that- Scott's like, man, you sure we're all good? Oh yeah! Oh yeah, no no! Oh, I mean, I, I'm having to use my mother's life, my savings, life savings. But everybody's getting paid, and Scott's like, and we're, I mean, we're like driving through the desert on our way to the show at this point. Yeah. And Scott's like, oh, you guys, I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> and, this ain't good. And uh, which we at this point, the writing was pretty well on the wall. But Scott was like, hey, either way, we're paid for the first night. Yeah. So and the band's flying in, and yeah. we'll we'll figure it out. So we get there. He puts us up in the dankiest hotel. This place was a shithole. And that's all I can say about it. It was, na- remember, it stunk. Remember the, the stench that was coming out of that? Like it accumulated smelled laundry just and like cigarettes. And sewer. Yeah, no, right. there was a nasty the, sewer smell. It had the sewer smell in it. I forgot about the sewer. Uh, but just cigarettes, and, and it was connected to a little tiny casino. Tom Hoey loved it. Oh, yeah. It was like Tom Hoey's dream. Yeah. Vacation he, dream. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Brian bunked together. Me, Matt, and Scott all bunked in the same room together. Yeah. Matt and I went uh, cheek to cheek uh, sleeping, and Scotty had his little uh, his little bed. A and, slice uh, of paradise and, there in uh, Fallon. Which we've done that a lot. A lot of people don't know. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't know. Uh, it's kind of like Larry Mahan said when he talked about uh, learning how to rodeo. He said, learning how to rodeo ain't got nothing to do with learning how to ride a bull or a bareback horse or riding saddle bronc. Learning how to rodeos, learning how to bunk with 10 guys in a room, and learning how to weigh the same amount so you can all wear the same jeans so you don't have to weigh yourself down with a bag. And I thought, you know what? And that, that, I mean, that's in that American Cowboy movie. I'm, I didn't make that up. No, you can watch it. You can watch the movie. Larry Mahan and uh, Phil Lyons, their their movie that where they were competing against each other. And Larry Mahan said that in it. You know what? Truth is the truth. And that's the way learning how to be a country music singer is. Yeah. You know, learn how to be a musician on the road. There's a lot of these guys on the road. They want to stop every hour and exercise, stretch their legs. Son, being a musician. You're gonna to have to get those weird, nasty-looking veins on the back of your legs from varicose. You have to get them varicose veins on your legs, son, because you're gonna be in the vehicle for a long period of time, and you need to learn not to bitch, and you need to learn how to pee in a cup. Yeah, you know what? Oh yeah, because the show must go on, and the wheels must keep turning. Yeah. Uh. So, anyway, Terry does that. Uh. Gosh, we sound checked, which the guy at the sound check was kind of. If you remember, he was very neutral. He was a neutral. It's kind of like, yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, I'm here. And it, it was all really, really good sound stuff. High-end sound. We were like, wow. 
where has Terry <laughs> come up Tear. with a setup like that? Big up, Terry. Put him up there, Terry. Terry, where you come up with the sound system at? Uh, uh, we, st- we, I, I don't really know other than just false promises and lies. Because <laughs> how remember, he got that guy you out remember there. That guy also had a maybe a son that ran sound. He was running. Oh, yeah, a huge he had show a somewhere hell else. of a sound company. Yeah, I mean, he had a sound company in this place. I mean, he was running shit off. He was like, oh yeah, next week I'm going to be mixing Brooks like, and Dunn. Yeah, Brooks and Dunn or something. <laughs> it wasn't Brooks and Dunn, but, but it, was it was a big, a big act. act. Uh. Super nice guy. Really he, nice uh, guy. Good sound. High quality gear. And yeah. uh, nice, I think a DW drum set. Nice yeah. drum kit. Uh, By this bass point in time, we thought that this was Terry's equipment. And we got to thinking, if he ain't paying us, we're just <laughs> we're going to load up all these symbols. Uh, he had symbols and everything. Uh-huh. We're going to load up all these symbols, and we're just going to take it for the next night's night's you know fee, you compensation. Well, then we got to talking to the sound guy, and he was like, well, this is my stuff. You're like shit. You're like, well, you're safe. We won't. We won't. Yeah, we won't do that. So, so, anyways, Lacey J. Dalton ended up showing up there. Which, by the way, one of the sweetest women in the world. Um, And Lacey showed up there, and her manager was like, "Yeah, we've kind of been having some shadiness out of this guy. How are y'all doing with him?" And we were like, "Well, not. We haven't been doing good." It, just before the sound check, he was calling Scott up while we were in found, and he's like, yeah, I mean, everybody's leaving me, but the show must go on. Yeah, don't worry. I'll have your money. I'll have your money. Well, we played the show to no one. Twelve people. Twelve people. But we played it to the right twelve people. Yeah, and I mean, we just went. At that time, we had we were just starting to use a set list, because we've always just gone off a of fill. And we had a set list, and we were kind of like, well, this is convenient, because we don't even have to worry about Anything. We just go out and entertain and do whatever's on the list. We don't have to bring the energy. We don't have to create the energy. Hell, we've got the songs right here we're going to play. Let's yeah, just do them. We'll just we'll we'll knock them out and do them the best we can. Yeah, so we did our show. So we rocked out like there was 10,000 people there to 12 people. Yeah. And at the end of the night, the folks at Skyver Bootmakers were there. Yeah. And they walked up to the stage and they're like, we were blown away by this show that you guys just put onto our table. And we don't know what the hell is going on down here, but whoever's booked you for this, this is not an example of how events typically happen here in Fallon. Usually we get a good crowd and big things happen. And that's truth because they did have us back for Battleborn Bronx, and it was a huge event. Oh, yeah. There was uh, a ton of people down there. So we, uh, they said, we, we make cowboy boots, and we'd love for you to come to our shop in the morning. If and at that be. time, I had a pair of cowboy boots that were l- l- talking. Like, I mean, yeah, the souls were not connected. Just I mean, flopping around, and uh, they were like, You need to come in here. And I thought, Hell, there ain't no point in us going down there because I ain't got enough money, much less for a cheap pair of cowboy boots. These people hand make these boots. Yeah, well, we didn't have the money. And we so, knew it. Anyways, they said also, you should probably get up with a friend of ours tonight <laughs> Paul and Tiffany. Paul and Tiffany that owned the grid because, y'all, that guy. Ain't never going to pay you your money. And so Scott went back there, and he's like, well, let me go. He told he, he gave Terry an ultimatum. He said, Terry, listen, Terry, if you don't have our money by noon tomorrow, we are not going to be able to perform tomorrow night's show. That's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, we've, and, now we've got everybody here. Yeah. And we've flown out musicians, and you've lied to us. No, 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 I'll have the money. I'll have the money. He said, no, no, no problem. No problem. I mean, I'm getting money transferred right now, and it's being transferred from this and that. And 
yeah. my Swiss bank account. <laughs> and so we all loaded up, and we took uh, Tom, Hoey, and uh, our bass player, Brian, at the time, over to the grid. And we had a delicious, they had a Huckleberry Come on. Moscow Mule. They, and and a, deal, a deal was being made as long as Terry didn't have the money by noon. Well... Noon now, came around. Noon came around, and ladies and gentlemen, and I'll tell you, if you remember, Scott went around trying to find him. Oh he yeah, couldn't even find him. He like skipped town. And we went over to the grounds. Yeah, we went over to where it was going on, and people were packing up, and there was no Terry. And yeah, no, there was there was no Cowboy Expo. There was no Terry. There was nothing. So, so, so the grid in Fallon saved us. Yeah, and they paid big us time. Uh, somehow came up with the money to pay us and our whole band. Yeah. And, and not only paid us, but they fed us, gave us stuff to drink, yeah. and and we the show went on, and, and managed to muster us up a sound system and everything, oh, which I drums. believe was Brad Arnold's, uh, Brad and Lisa's. Yeah. So uh, if, I, if my memory serves me right. Uh, but, I mean, they put the whole deal together within hours, and we went and we did a show and had a big crowd. Yeah. Yeah, we had a big uh, crowd. But during that day, we got ahead of ourselves. We we finally we were bored. After after Terry was like, "Listen, we ain't we, <laughs> we I can't find the money." We did get up with Terry, and Terry was like, "Oh, you're going to have to give me give me till 4 o'clock and I'll have your money. I'll call you. Don't call me." And so, we said, "Okay." We said, and "Okay." We booked buddy. and we immediately and we, called. Yeah, we we booked the show, and we were like, "Well, hell, there's a whole lot of stuff to to <laughs> Time to kill. If you remember, you didn't really want to go to Skype. No, because I was like, I mean, there ain't no point in us going. I wanted there. to I'll go. Just go back to the to the to the hotel casino that smells like <laughs> smells like an ass. I wanted to go <laughs> look at the boots. So finally, we we go over there, and uh, they're like, "Man, try some boots on." I got a big foot, ladies and gentlemen. I was like, "There ain't no way you're going to have any boots my size," and they did. And uh, as I was just staring down at those beautiful black cherry-looking boots, you remember what they said, Cole? They said, I think you need those. And Matt's like, oh. Because <laughs> Matt was still thinking they were going to be trying to, they were trying to get him to pay for them. <laughs> and, and they said, no, you need to take those home with you. This trip has been a lot for you guys, and you guys have went through a ton of hassle and that's not the way Fallon Nevada runs typically and we want all of you guys to have a pair of our cowboy boots they decorated us all they did in cowboy boots and then pretty much just shook hands and said I'm literally looking at the boots that I took that day they're sitting right next to my feet I wore them last night on stage with the local yep beautiful boots so make sure to go to skyver boots get your pair of cowboy boots i mean oh yeah they hooked it up and uh and continuously did and then ended up making a line called the coal and the mat and uh the mateo the mateo and mine's called the coal so you go on to skyver bootmakers over on instagram send them a shout out tom thanks for uh, hooking up them reeves brothers and check out all their boots they've got beautiful boots and uh they're beautiful people and they made uh, between Paul and Tiffany at the grid, which is the best. I would, bar I'd also in the like world. to say Paul and Tiffany have saved us on more than one oh. occasion because uh, after Spirit Airlines <laughs> snapped the neck on my uh, guitar, Paul and Tiffany saw it on Instagram and they sent me they sent me over a, 
a good portion of money to get the whole thing fixed, and I did get it fixed, and that yeah, was they, very, very sweet of them. They were some of the most generous, all of the people we've met in Fallon, minus Terry, are some of the most I, generous. I, actually, I, I genuinely have a love for Fallon, Nevada. Oh, me too. I enjoy going there. I wish we could go back again. Paul and Tiffany have another place, too, uh, up the road. The brewery. The brewery, yeah. They're brewing their own beer. Yeah. And they make these poke bowls down there that, God, they are delicious, y'all. Come on. Scotty and I went over there, and we had some poke bowls. Because the last time we were there, they fed us. Oh, yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah, they... Paul and Tiffany at the Grid are kind of like the Reeves Brothers sponsorship yeah. down in Fallon, man. They help us out so much. Fallon's been a great place. During our last trip to Fallon, I met Bella and Aaron in Dalton. And oh, Bella yeah. and Aaron just happened to work at Boot Barn, and they hooked me up with 50% off on a beautiful jacket that I've been wanting. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not. Boot Barn, if you hear this, don't, don't fire Bella. Don't, don't fire Bella and Aaron. They're great, and they hooked me up with this Please jacket. Don't. And if people ask me about it all the time, I'm sure I've sold some for you. So Yeah, so don't do so that. Don't fire Hell, them. you met the owner of Boot Barn at that party. The CEO. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, my gosh, Matt. Let's not go there. I don't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, I do. Jim Conroy. Jim, don't fire Jim Conroy, if you fire them, I'm Lord, I'd hate I'm for people. Out. I'd hate for people to look down on you for firing a poor sweet girl trying to make a living. Putting you on blast, Jim. Yeah, I met Jim at the Jim. Account, at the uh, ACM. It was a CMA, but was it? Yeah, ACMs are California, buddy. That's right, CMA, the CMA after party, and that's where really we, don't make a good damn because we ain't. <laughs> they don't invite us to many of them things anyway. We also met Ben and Aaron there, which was the treasure of the trip. Ben and Aaron, they're good folk. Oh, they're great folks. I watch hometown all the time, y'all. We're we are getting way off of Fallon, Nevada here, but they are great people. They are great people, and Fallon, Nevada is a great place. And since then, we've also got to go back and play Battleborn Bronx, and we yeah. got to uh, meet a lot of the cool writers out there: Justin Woodward, Stetson, and Wright, Kai come Hamilton. on, number one in the world. We got freaking Kai Hamilton. Kai Hamilton. A mean mother. Kai and Justin, we had one good time. We did. Uh, I love those guys, and I still keep in contact with them. And we're going to have them on the podcast one of these days as a guest because I know that they've got some amazing rodeo stories. And I've actually talked with Kai about it. We need Kai and Justin because they are actually our brothers of the road as well. Yeah, they they travel in a. Well, they traveled that trip in, a, in together. Well, that makes them brothers of the road to me. I think Kai and Stetson traveled a lot together. Well, they're also brothers of the road. But I'd love to have Kai and Justin on here because those boys, we got into some good times during that trip. So, uh, gosh, it's good to be back. I think so too. This is kind of kicking off season two here of this of this show. Yeah, it is. And uh, we were talking today, just coming up with more ideas and. And we've got some good, some good ideas for future podcasts, and we're going to keep up with it and probably do another nine or ten episodes and yeah. take a little break and get Y'all, everything back together. You and, guys tell us what you want us to talk about more, too, on here. We always like getting suggestions and everything. If you've been involved in any of the Brothers of the Road stories, ship it our way if you think it's funny. Yeah. Let us know. You know that Dell's going to be on all over the Denny's trips. Oh, Dell's grifter. We're almost killing you. Going the wrong oh, way yeah. down the interstate at four in the morning. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. It's it's good, y'all. Y'all make sure to go over to, to Patreon. 
Uh, if you want to help support the show, patreon.com slash the Reeves brothers. And that could help out tremendously. We've got several different packages over there and, yeah. and our Instagram bros of the road. Yeah. Uh, make sure and go that. And we'll probably be making a post about this episode. And cause I know I've got pictures from that trip. Oh yeah. And, Morgan's. uh, that was a that was a, that was a very interesting trip. I would like to close. That was also the trip we left for uh, Idaho, and then we went on to Montana. And that was a trip where we lost our father too. It was uh, the last the last night of that trip. That was one of the most eventful trips that we've ever taken because uh, we had that, and then we stayed a few nights with some people, and uh, got to go see the Evil Knievel Snake river jump yeah. uh, spend some time out there got to see our whole family in idaho which was the last time we saw our grandfather before he passed away yeah uh and then we went on to montana and played some amazing shows in montana and then the last night butte montana brought it yeah butte was crazy yeah yeah it was good so that was a wild ride it was y'all one more time before we get out of here we want to take a moment and thank tough coat in bentonville arkansas 20 years of experience they continue to keep a total commitment to customer satisfaction y'all tough coat is the only place to go for your spraying bed liner and custom tumbler cups go visit toughcoatbentonville.com or call 479-715-6039 also if you do call tell me you want a brothers of the road tumbler cup because make them. they're making them right now y'all we got a couple if of them. You, if you want some bros of the road swag, just let us know. Jeff will be happy to hear from you because he's a fan. He is a fan of the episodes. Of these episodes. He loves hearing about Cole's love life and my commentary on it. We've just recently found out. Oh, what's the girl that works back there? Is her name Paris? Yeah. I was talking to Paris the other day when I went in there, and she's been listening now, too. And she said she's a big fan, and she thinks it's hilarious. So, Paris, if you're listening, you know. I hope you enjoyed the show. Is it Paris or the other girl? I don't know. I don't know. The girl that was in there when Martina was in, or when Martinez was in there. Oh, that ain't Paris. That's the other girl. Oh, well, the other girl? I wish I remembered your name. France. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, let's call it on there. All righty. Hey, take them on, home, and don't forget to go to patreon.com slash Reeves Brothers. Make sure to go to our Instagram, bros of the road. We love you. We hope God blesses each and every one of you. Thanks for listening to Episode 1, Season 2. Sign us off, Matthew, and play that outro. We'll see you all next week. We're brothers up the road. We lost all our control. And we won't hang it up for anyone. We'll keep right on going. The wind just won't stop blowing this old silver-sided bus on Silver side of us on